Welcome to I'd Rather Stay In with your hosts, Megan Myers and Steffi Predmore. This week, we're chatting about aliens. Stay tuned. Do you love listening to I'd Rather Stay In and want to support the podcast? Well, now you can. Visit our website or the link in our Instagram profile and click buy me a coffee or visit buymeacoffee.com slash IRSI podcast. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help us cover the costs of creating this podcast. There are no monthly memberships and you can support us at whatever level you like, whenever you like. Whether you buy us one coffee, many coffees, or simply continue listening as always, we're so grateful for your support. Pretty good, but I have been so hot lately. Like, it's not... It's swampy. It's a little swampy. It's a lot better than, you know, when I lived in Texas. But also, I'm older now, and... (laughs) I An extra two years. I I, I feel like I sweat so much more now. Sorry for, like, disgusting topic, I guess, but... I mean, it's fine. I just feel gross now, a lot. Like, I'll take a shower and put my deodorant on and then go about my day. And then I'm like, why am I so sweaty? So much sweat. I spend most of my day inside my house. Yes. Yes. I, it's, it's swampy and I have a kid that really likes to be outside. Mm. And so when she's home, I'm like, oh God, you're going to make me go outside, aren't you? (laughs) I'd really rather not go outside. Outside's gross. It is gross. I stay in. So yeah, I feel that. I feel the I feel the swampiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The yeah. the joys of living in a place with like ninety percent humidity. At least we do get rain with it, so it's fine. Yes, this is true. I accept that part. Yes, we do get we do. <laughs> this is this is absolutely true. Um, okay, so tonight I am going to go audition <clears throat> at our little community theater for their production of Steel Magnolias and. I am going with no expectations of being cast for multiple reasons. One, I am wildly out of practice of <laughs> auditioning. It's been literally like 15 years since I last actually auditioned for anything. Um, and also, I'm the wrong age for pretty much any of the characters in the show. But I do love steel magnolias and i do want to get like back into doing some theater and so i'm going to audition and i'm saying this on the podcast so that it is out in the world and then i have to go exactly and i can't i can't wuss out at six o'clock tonight and be like oh you know what no never mind i don't think i'm gonna go and i i fucking have to go yeah accountability They're not going to be like, and what have you prepared for us today? <laughs> I know. Luckily, it's just like reading like cold sides from the script. Um, so I did read through, like I found uh, the script online because the internet is helpful in that way um, and read through. So I have read through the full script, although I was texting our friend Caleb yesterday going, oh shit, I got to finish reading through the script before <laughs> I go um, so that I at least am not totally cold. Uh, but yeah, so... I have no idea what to, because I've never auditioned for anything at this particular theater, mm-hmm. so I don't really know what to expect, um, and like how they run their auditions, but I guess we will see, I will find out tonight, and I get to skip putting the 
toddler to bed because Great. I'm gonna go. <laughs> bonus. There's the upside. <laughs> that Alex gets to put the baby to bed. <laughs> yeah, I gotta show up with like your headshot and be like, and today I'm prepared for you a monologue from Brighton Beach Memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> it should be fine. I mean, community theater is usually like pretty low today. key. There's usually like you know a couple people who are really invested always but there's always that uh, yeah no at least and it's not a musical so i didn't have to like prepare a song or anything like that because right now you know what can i sing um well i prepared to sing for you the itsy bitsy spider um <laughs> with hand motions um sing that a lot lots of lots of baby shark uh, uh can i sing for you the chrissy wake up song is that part of <laughs> can i do that for my audition Right. that's the only thing that's been going There's through my head. a lot of things <laughs> happening here, and none of them are things you probably want to hear. So, yeah. So, it's just, you know, I'm like, all right, this is a good, like, just get dip my toe back in, you know, sort of thing. So, I'm like, all right, it's just a nice nice thing to maybe get back into doing. And because I do, I do miss being on stage. I do miss the theater. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see. Well, it's very exciting. I mean, you know. Just it just feels like okay, that's a good thing for me to do in my life. Just you know, I don't yeah. know. Thing I miss. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. So you wanted to talk about aliens today. Uh yes, I thought it would be a fun topic to talk about and man did I start getting down some rabbit holes. Gosh, I'm so surprised. So you surprised. You never end up down rabbit holes. Absolutely not. It's the first time this has ever happened. I don't lose track of time at all. Um <laughs> It's actually really good timing because the photos from the telescope came out recently. They did. They did. Uh, which just like brings up so many questions. Lots of questions. Uh, most of them we don't of understand the answers to. Yes. I, okay, before we get in, I told you I was going to rant about NASA for a minute um, before we <laughs> get into the alien topic. Um I, I have a space rant. This is like one of those... I feel like this is going to be like a hot take, like how you hate Halloween. It is. It is. It's one, it is one of my, you know, the the TikTok, like, what's something you'd get a lot of hate for if you said it out loud? <laughs> this is one of my things I'd get, I'll get a lot of hate for, I'm sure. Um, I don't understand why we spend so much money on NASA and space in general when, like, there are people on this planet that need to be fed. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Like, I don't, I don't, like, I, I just, I just want to be clear. It's not like I hate space or the idea of, like, astronomy or, like, figuring out, like, what's happening out there. I just don't know that it's more important to spend money on than, like, feeding and clothing and just, like, generally taking care of, like, the human population currently on mm. the planet. And yeah. like taking care of our own planet. So, and I've always, and to, I also, to be clear, this is not like a new take. I've literally <laughs> been saying this since I was like in first grade. And we're like, this is NASA. We do a lot of stuff with it. We do all the space stuff. And I'm like, but why? Sure. So I've been this way since I was. I feel, I feel some of that as well. But it's my ire is more reserved for like Jeff Bezos. Well, oh, that, yes. And, like, that is 100% Elon Musk and Richard Branson, like, all, like, we must 
go to the I just want to go the heck of it. Right. I'm just going to build my penis rocket <laughs> and go up into space and then come back down. And look, I was in space. Like, get Spend the fuck so out. much money. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Uh, at least for, like, NASA, it is for scientific reasons yes. that I can get behind. I don't... I don't understand so much the, like, we must find a new place to live like, well, part. Like, it's not going to happen. Right. I, I don't know. I just, and, like, I, I think it's important that we remember that we are, we are, there, there's a vast universe around us. Also, I do also have a really hard time with just the, the, the concept of, like, it just never ends. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, I, if I, if I think too much about it, then I, my, my brain shuts down, then I just, like, cease functioning, pretty much. So, mm. the idea of, like, the universe, just, it just, there is no end. Yeah. It makes my head hurt. Also, I also struggle with the whole, like, we're seeing these stars, but they've already burned out, so it's like, we're seeing the back in time, and I'm, no... I I, right. I just I would rather not dig too deep into those thoughts. But <laughs> again, like I don't mind if other people want to dig into them, but I also just don't think that like spending government money on that is more important than like feeding people, feeding human beings. Yeah, so I see that. that's that's my beef with mm. the space nonsense. <laughs> and like like here, let's have a who's got a bigger dick contest with Russia in terms of like space exploration, like. Which you think by now Chill we would be over. Out. Right, but, like, can we no. be over that, please? Like, get over it, get over ourselves, but we're not. So that's, just to be clear, up front, that's my beef. I just really enjoyed it when all the pictures came out and everybody was basically like, here are these pictures of these galaxies from 75,000 years ago or 7,500, whatever the number was. It was right. Many years ago. Many, many, many years ago. A big ago. number ago. And <laughs> we're all just like, just sitting here, sending my silly little emails, <laughs> realizing how insignificant I am in right. the universe. Yes. Yes. <laughs> same, same, same energy, but slightly less depressing than, or maybe more depressing? I guess it depends on how you look at it from when the pandemic was happening. Yes. In full throttle. And we were all like, just sending my silly little send emails. Send my silly emails. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just circling back here on my silly little email. <laughs> okay. All of the universes and we ended up in the one with the 40 hour work week. It's yeah, great. I'm right. Like, mm, okay. Sure. So, so anyway. related to all of that are aliens. <laughs> um, it does kind of bring up the question, because I know people were like, oh, well, we're seeing these pictures of other galaxies and other planets, and, you know, there might be life, but these pictures are so old. Not old. They're new pictures of old places because right. of light speed and science things. So, in theory, <laughs> even if there was life on those places that we saw, the planets might be gone or burnt out or whatever, but also those civilizations would be like so far advanced yes. because look at how like you know we were 7500 years ago and right. then now like right yeah so it's just a lot to think about in general yes um i want to start out with my first feel like introduction Ooh, to yes. what I would say would be like aliens, I guess, okay. in general, which is the book Communion. Okay. K 
came out in 1987. Okay. And uh, I always really like to read whatever books were laying around the house. <laughs> so I read this book. Uh, not in 1987, because we had the paperback. So how, whenever the paperback Maybe like came out. 89. 89. So I would have been like 9, nine. or 10 <laughs> reading this book. Um, so it's been written by Whitley Stryber who was a, according to Wikipedia, a UFOologist and also a horror writer. Okay. And it is marketed slash written as a nonfiction book. Okay. About how he experiences lost time and terrifying flashbacks, which under hypnosis later links to an alleged account- encounter with aliens. All I can think about right now are the Kate McKinnon alien abduction yes. skits on of course. SNL. <laughs> so that's my first like experience. I feel like it's a lot of people's too because it was a bestseller yeah. for like six months. Yeah. So people loved this book. And on the cover is like the stereotypical, what we come to know now as stereotypical picture of an alien. Yeah. Like, big head. Kind of like, greenish gray. Like a gray, like the gray and then like the big eyes. Uh-huh. And so actually that's like a term like gray aliens is a term and that wasn't the first time that that kind of image came out and so it's it's interesting because on the one hand you're like when if you look at the history of alien abduction whatever and people all seem to have the same quote-unquote experiences Mm -hmm. are they actually or is it like they read about it, and so that's what's in their mind when they think about it kind of thing? Right. Uh, but yeah, they, there's this term like called gray aliens, basically. And it was popularized around like the 60s, but it originated like even before then, where it's like gray skin, okay. like no genitals, big eyes kind of thing. But like sure. when I was 10 years old, obviously, that really stuck with me yes (laughs) (laughs) and they also had a movie about it too and it has christopher walken and i think i saw the movie but i don't remember it being very good but i just thought it was interesting to think back to this book about how like that was my first kind of real thing with aliens and then if you think back throughout all of pop culture and how pop culture has like shaped our idea of it yes where it seems like people have been obsessed with the idea of aliens for yes. a very, very long time. Yes. Like, very long time. War of the Worlds was published in 1897, which is much earlier than I thought it was. This is a lot earlier than I thought, because I think, I, I think of it in As the radio show. Right, as the radio. So I think right. of it as being, like, early... It's like the 1930s, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was thinking of it as being like early 1900s. So that's a lot earlier than I. Yeah, and I don't know it's it's very very interesting to think about that. The alien stories themselves like predate the coinage of the term flying saucers, which a lot of people obviously associate, you know, UFO, flying saucer, whatever. Flying saucers came about in like 1947, when it was like one huh. of the first documented like 
someone saw something mm-hmm. kind of like, situation. It's like a plate. Yeah. And then soon after that was Roswell. And we're not even going to get into Roswell because <laughs> that's a lot. I'm not like a super conspiracy theorist kind of person on that end. But what I thought was most interesting is that like alien concept as a mirror for all of our fears about the Cold War, which relates to how yes. we're like always with like Russia and space, space race. race. Yeah. And it, it kind of manifests itself in all of these movies that came out, especially in the 50s and 60s, mm-hmm. that are like alien focused, but they're really about communism. So like uh-huh. The Day the Earth Stood Still and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And I saw, I took a sci-fi movies class, so mm-hmm. I saw, like, all of those early uh-huh. movies, and when you think back on it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's interesting, because I was just listening to, I was just listening yesterday to um, a podcast episode about eugenics, and they mentioned something about how um, a lot of the ways that, like, aliens have traditionally been depicted are, like depicted with like eugenicist mm-hmm. like ideas and like traits in yeah. mind and I was like whoa yeah. definitely had not thought about that yeah I mean there's a lot to that um part of it is that the use of the term alien for non-native Americans mm-hmm. which came out like it came apart from the alien and sedition acts from like the late 1800s mm-hmm. um, and then they also had the Chinese Exclusion Act which also labeled people as mm-hmm. aliens mm-hmm. so it definitely it has like it definitely has this racist history mm-hmm. using the term alien it most it says the meaning for years has from this article in uh, University of New Mexico website the meaning for years has superseded any mention of extraterrestrial. Instead, most commonly, when individuals refer to alien, they're referring to someone belonging to a foreign country or a nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and only recently, like last year, mm-hmm. did like President Biden asked for Border Patrol to change the terms right. to non-citizen or migrant. Right. And I don't know if they actually are following through with that or not. I mean... He declared it to be a thing. Yes. But... Let's do this thing. I know when it happened, everyone was just like, well, why are you so concerned about what what they're called instead of doing something about it? (laughs) Like, so many things to get into there. (laughs) And also, if you think about a lot of alien movies, alien movies are constantly violent yes there's a lot of violent movies um i mean obviously independence day is a major one and so if you're connecting these violent extraterrestrial aliens but the term the racist term alien for non-native americans like right what right well and like one of the things they were talking about in this podcast is like um so if you think of like um so, you know, we depict these aliens with big heads and, like, big eyes and, like, kind of skinny feral bodies. Like, mm-hmm. those are all traits of, like, different disabilities mm-hmm. that would be, have wanted to be, like, 
bred out of the population Mm -hmm. because America has a real eugenicist history. So, like, you add that to, Mm -hmm. like, the racial issues, like, all of these, (laughs) it gets, like, real problematic real fucking fast. For more on that, listen to the most recent episode of You're Wrong About. Yes. Yes. It's, I mean, it's, it is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's terrifying, but also. I mean, yes. Right. Yeah. Because there's things you didn't actually learn in history class. (laughs) (laughs) There's also apparently this thing and a show even, I think it's on the, the History Channel, maybe. If anyone... I mean, who has the History Channel knows the History Channel is mostly not history. <laughs> Let's just get that out of there. It's mostly crap. Okay. <laughs> There's this thing that people are very interested in lately called Ancient Aliens. Uh-huh. I don't think it's a new thing, but it's where... But this like where they think that like humans did not build the pyramids and shit? Yes. Okay. It's like they they basically think that it's, it would have been impossible for a human to build the pyramids, the Moai heads on Easter Island, the Great Zimbabwe ruins. There's, sometimes they include Stonehenge in there, but like the ratio of them talking about Stonehenge versus them talking about like the pyramids right. is the, very small. The ratio of them talking about the thing that is... In a, in a white culture. In a white culture and country yes. versus in non-white cultures and yes. countries. Mm, interesting point. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> it's so this, they are, they're interested in like seeking out the truth, basically. Sure. Of, I'm sure you they're know, the same Atlantis people. Of course, yes. yes. And it erases the achievements of non-white societies. Right. And there's apparently a whole show about this. I about mean, ancient aliens on the History okay. Channel, which is just crap. Uh-huh. But it even comes into the United States where people considered first people's burial mounds oh. to be have been created by aliens mm-hmm. because of the racist ideas that indigenous people were like they not just, smart enough or not. Surely they would not have had technology that right. would not they could bring not them build and such just things. bestow upon them. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have had functioning societies before Columbus came and found them. Right. What? And it effectively replaces the idea of like a straight up we're racist white supremacy right. with the idea of aliens. Mm, love that journey for us. Right. Such a shocking turn of events. Right. It's interesting though because they have this this idea simultaneously where they believe that indigenous cultures were not smart enough or mm-hmm. uh, technology advanced enough to build all these things. That they couldn't have done it. But then yet they also call non-natives aliens at the same time. You have to pick one. <laughs> right? Like, guys, if we're gonna be racist right? and xenophobic, like, pick a direction. Yes. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know. It's just a lot, a lot to think about in that. And it's interesting that we're, like, we're so obsessed mm-hmm. with, like, alien stories mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. and one quote i found was basically explaining it for a reason like ufo stories can be terrifying sleep bombastic insidious they're also a fun legible way to explore powers and ideas beyond human perception through the familiar structure and beats of human crafted stories 
There's a reason many alien films hold onto the reveal of the creatures until the final act. There's hope in the open-endedness, space in the indefinite, momentum in the push for answers. That makes me always think about the fact that related back like to the when I read communion and I remember having like arguments with my parents about this where I was like well how do you know that aliens haven't already visited how do you know that they haven't come and they were like fuck this I'm out whether or not they decided to leave (laughs) or that they decided to stay and you know increase their population of whatever they are the thing is, is that people are always looking for aliens to look like people right that, I never understood that. Like, if they're coming, if there are aliens and they're coming from another planet. Probably the birds. That is very. <laughs> <laughs> I was, guys, I wasn't serious. <laughs> I was being sarcastic. I just want to be real clear. <laughs> Although birds are terrifying. <laughs> Definitely dinosaurs. It just doesn't make sense that if you're thinking about something that's coming from another galaxy, another wherever. Well, we're just so self-centered that we can't conceive of the idea being something else right we do think that we are the center of the universe yeah and so we think that everything must look like us i mean what's a little bit of like we talked about in our last episode about the art Mm -hmm. of like things that are not like concrete and don't reflect us in some way are just so hard for us as a majority to wrap our minds around right so like the idea that like oh there's life on another planet but it's like a microorganism. Right. Like, it's it's not like there's another Steffi up on Mars. It's just like, I'm going to live my silly little life, <laughs> my silly little emails. Like, it could be literally anything. And it could be something that doesn't even remotely resemble anything on this planet. Yeah. Or, like, maybe aliens came to Earth. 7,500 years ago when that picture happened or was taken picture of and maybe maybe there are birds that are aliens maybe birds maybe. are who knows because it, evolutionarily speaking like maybe they've been here this whole time right you don't know Could because be you're platypus who the fuck knows that would make sense though the platypus would kind of <laughs> that kind of scams <laughs> That bring that yeah that really the fact that we're so self obsessed that we're like oh obviously right I'm, obviously they're gonna and look we like just people think so highly of ourselves that we are the most advanced being that could possibly exist yeah and that's not I can guarantee that that's like not even remotely the case but also we're so self obsessed to think that like okay let's say there there are all of these other worlds and beings out there that they're gonna come here (laughs) that they're gonna bother to come here like again it's just i think if we're just showing like our egos of like why would why why would they i think because i mean yeah because we think that they would do that because we're so obsessed we are the better planet or we're the with going and finding someone at somewhere else right and, like, not taking care of our people. Whereas I would like to think if there was aliens out there in an ideal world slash universe, uh, they wouldn't come here because they're busy taking care of their population. Right. They're, like, <laughs> they're they living other a shit going life. on. Yeah. I think it's, uh, I can't remember what 
if it was like a, a TV show if it, or if it was on the, one of the movies or something. But you know, like Marvel obviously has like all of these right. different planets and galaxies right. and stuff that they cover in a lot of the movies and comics and shows and stuff. And I feel like there was one where they would, at one point they went to some other world and like it was just peaceful and lovely and everything was fine. And like, oh, that's what would happen. Right. We're like, oh. <laughs> wow. Sense now, yeah, it makes sense. Everything on the planet would just be fine, but like, how do you know that you, when you sneeze, like maybe your mucus is part alien? Like, I don't know, right? I think there's just too much. I think that's the thing, like, bringing it back to the telescope, like, you just now are bringing too many questions, like, there's too many questions that you definitely cannot answer, yes ever because it's impossible right but we also like aren't okay just saying like well we're never gonna know the answer to that yeah and that's cool like we just we're like nope nope we gotta spend more money to figure out the answer we have to colonize mars a planet we know that you cannot live on right (laughs) like no i don't i'm just saying like you can have questions but like also maybe we can have the humility to be like you know what we're not gonna know the answer to that question yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i just think there's a lot of big egos at play here a lot more ego in space than you would think that's actually like a really funny pun get <laughs> <laughs> so guardians of the galaxy true <laughs> i know that's not where you were going with nope. that but that's a good joke. That's where your brain went. <laughs> I mean, I already mentioned Marvel, so. It's true. That's a good joke. Are there any, like, alien things in pop culture that you think are, like, like, I know that's not, like, your kind of movie or right. content that you consume, but are there any that you can think of that, <sighs> I don't want to say, like, PC or whatever, but do you think that, like, handles handles it better than just like aliens are destructive and gonna take over the world and blah Mm, you know i mean i do feel like some of the more recent um i mean like i feel like i I do feel like maybe more recent um media i think is getting a little bit better with that of like for example there are, you know, in Marvel, I th- that's, like, one of the main, like, examples that just pops into my head. Like, yes, there are, they do go to a lot of other planets, and they're, you know, the bad guys or whatever. But then they're, they also, there are a lot of um, other planets that they go to where they're just normal like, mm-hmm. civilians. They're not human. They're whatever kind of beings they are, but they're just, like, normal civilians or they're part of the good guys or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, de- making those depictions, like, they're depicting them in a much broader way. Mm-hmm. So it's not just, like, good guys look sh- strictly like white humans and bad guys look strictly like gray aliens or they have darker skin or, mm-hmm. you know, like, any of those things that would be, like, really overtly... Racist. Oh yeah, like Predator is like super racist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So um, Yeah. 
I think it has to do a lot with just in general how people are actually, you know, learning and trying to be intentionally less shitty, less shitty and kinder to other people Mm -hmm. about things that they don't fucking know about Mm -hmm. in general. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that does factor into it a lot. Um, I mean, I know obviously like the Marvel stuff is based on comics and the comics existed before but i think it's like a gradual right change for sure and though there's i don't feel like there has been as many like straight up like aliens they keep making like alien versus predator like that kind of serious stuff because it sells and people really like it for whatever reason um but i do feel like there's kind of a shift away where at least i know like for sure in the Marvel movies, but maybe in even other things where it's just like, you know, they just exist and whatever. That's fine. Right. But I think one movie that if you haven't seen it, you should see it because it's, it's really good is um, Arrival with Amy Adams. Oh, I have not seen that one. It, like you ha- it's a movie you have to think about it. Okay. So you have to like pay attention when you're watching it. Like you can't be like high. also be texting and you can't be high. <laughs> Like, you have to watch it. Okay, heard that. Um, but I think it's really good, and I think it is, it handles the aliens, I think, in a really interesting way, because it all centers on, like, Amy Adams is, like, a linguist. Okay. And so she's trying to figure out what the aliens are communicating to people. Okay. And so, like, that's that's basically, like, the whole movie where she's, like, trying to mm-hmm. talk to them, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, and it's just... It's really inter- it's really fascinating. I think it has a twist at the end, so obviously I can't talk about that. Um, but it, it, I think it handles it in such a different way because they're not. Right. It's not like a violent thing. It's not like a right. We're gonna take them over. We're gonna, they're gonna take us over. Kind of thing. It's just right. like it's like a diplomacy thing. Sure. So I thought that was a lot more interesting. Um, came out a few years ago, I think. So I don't know. Now I want to watch it again thinking about it (laughs) yeah I'll have to watch that one that does sound really interesting um yeah yeah because I'm sitting here trying to think of like the last time I saw something that was like with the like stereotypical like gray alien depiction yeah and I can't think of anything recently I can't either like it's good I think I feel I mean obviously X-Files had it in there but I mean that was a while ago yeah and I think there might have been I feel like there have been a couple of movies that but they were mainly more like comedy mm-hmm. movies or like cartoons are like they're comedy based yeah. so they're not necessarily meant to continue the stereotype I mean they are continuing the stereotype but it's right meant to be in a different kind of way right um so I do think, yeah, they're they're getting away from that, yeah, kind of situation. <laughs> Aside from like the Kate McKinnon sketch, <laughs> which is my favorite, my favorite character that she did. I mean, she's she does such a good job of it. Like you can't not love it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, I every single one of them just makes me pee my pants laughing. So. 
And it really doesn't have anything to do with aliens. It's just the way that she does it. It's her it's character. It's her performance. If you, ha- if you haven't seen those sketches, you have to go look them up because, and like, Cecily Strong is always in them playing like, yeah, the, the second person. The not crazy person. Yeah. And like, she's just like, and it was just this warm light. It's just enveloped in just love. love. <laughs> Kate McKinnon's over going, well, you must have been on the upper level because <laughs> I did not have that. <laughs> yes. Uh, look up the one that is a win. Uh, uh, Ryan Gosling is the guest host because he is also part of that so sketch. Good. It's very funny. It's very, very, very Highly funny. recommended. Yes. Um, do you think that we will ever know? No. I don't think so. Yeah. No. I don't think there's any way to know. No. And also what, like... I mean... I think also, even if there was, like, if if there was aliens out there, whether they're still on other planets or whether living among us, mm-hmm. if you, like, if, obviously you and I are white, cis, middle class women. Right. So we have a very different perspective. But, like, if you were an alien living in... Especially in this country. Like, mm. would you ever reveal yourself? A hundred percent. No. Keep on my human skin suit. Like, I'm yeah. in the good place. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. Like, come on. Crazy racist people ruining for everyone. Yes. Yeah. I I don't think we'll ever know either. I think. No. Well, um, and like, I mean, even just on like a practical level, like we think about how long it takes to travel from here to just like the planets that are closest to us mm-hmm. and so we've like already kind of been doing that yeah and that like if you have let's if we would have to travel like outside of our galaxy like that that's like thousands of that's like hundreds of years yeah of, literally of like trap like you'd have to like put yourself in like a cryogenic freeze and then hope that the the button to unfreeze you works when you get where you're going. Like, I don't know. There's just Well, that's many, the other thing is like, that logistical people... things. And I'm like, what do you think we're going to do? Like, do you think it's going to be like Xenon <laughs> and we're just going to live in a floating spaceship up there? Like, I don't like what. That's the other thing I never understood about like trying to find aliens or like space obsession in general where they're like, well, we have to find another place to live. It's like, well, but you're right. Like all of these planets are so far away yeah. You would have to. How are you gonna get there? You'd have to build a giant spaceship yes. that could sustain life yes. for thousands of years. Cryogenically freeze yourself. You wouldn't be able to. Probably wouldn't be able to do that. You would have to continue like living. Yeah, like, like on the ship. Get there. Your babies would then to, have like, babies, the and then have babies, and then have babies. So you're counting on a generation, like five steps down the line to also be like you know what yeah we're gonna continue this mission living in space and then like if you get there and there's nothing what are they gonna do right Right. i don't know i got lots of there's so many questions like what do you what do people think we're gonna this is not this is not marvel so there's not like just we can't just like hop into like a wormhole and just like like we can't travel at light speed (laughs) like you can't it's not how that works can't go to ludicrous speed. Right. I just, it's not. <laughs> uh, 
that's I, I every time I'm just, I get down into like no. Although I did speaking of space, I had and like floating spaceships. I had this dream the other. It was so fucking weird. And all I remember is that. I remember it was all weird, but the thing that like sticks out is that I remember that they were we were like using, like we did we just had these like big spaceships, sort of xenon of girl twenty first century esque like things out in space, but we were just using them as like giant like prisons, and it was terrifying. And I woke up and I was like, where the fuck did that come from? I mean, I could see that, but also had you just listened to the Patreon episode of maintenance phase about Wally. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I mean, I listened to that like a few weeks ago. So like maybe. (laughs) Stuck in your head. I'm sure there are people probably listening that are like, you guys are buzzkills about space. I mean, we're buzzkills about a lot of things, guys. It's (laughs) true. It's true. Trying to think practically. Like, you know, we only have so many years on this planet ourselves. And so like. Right. Like I just, again, and I, I, I sound like a broken record, but I just don't know why we are spending all of this time and money to figure out, like, where else we can go instead of just, like, figuring out how to maybe just take better care of where we are so that we don't need to find somewhere else to go imminently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That just, like, maybe makes sense to me. But what what do I know? Mm-hmm. Nothing. I have no power here. <laughs> Zero power. I mean, you have a little power. I suppose but not to bring down nasa no no that's true mm-hmm. so yeah i mean we might be buzzkills but we're just practical thinkers just calling it like it is you know you know how how we do <laughs> <laughs> every fucking time uh i also just very briefly i did not research this at all but i don't understand I do, well, I think it also, thinking about it now as I'm speaking, I, I'm always very curious about why whenever people are like, I was abducted by aliens and they anal probed me and right. like, it's always that. Yes. And now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, this is also like, because I think it has to do with people being afraid of gay people yes probably like because what else could it right. be like why right Ugh. and now i'm like there's so now many we're levels extra mad. we're extra mad extra mad yeah that makes it, sense yeah that would make sense mm-hmm. i don't know if there's any history of uh queer people being called aliens or not um like i said i didn't research it but i think there could be some overlap. There could be overlap. Um, I mean... Especially if they're framing aliens in general as, like, things that people are afraid of. Right. Or don't understand. Yeah, and, yeah, things that are different that you don't understand. Yeah. And throughout a lot of history, people have not understood queer people. They've not understood other cultures. They've not understood other races. Mm-hmm. So, I can see yeah. there could be some in that Venn diagram of hatred. Yeah. <laughs> it's very... A very full uh-huh. Venn diagram. Basically a stack of pancakes. <laughs> uh, let's be real. It's true. Um, but yeah, that's an interesting point that you make. Yeah. So. Well, this was a, this was quite the interesting lesson. Thank you, Megan, for our, <laughs> our uh, alien lesson. I just don't understand a lot of things about alien culture. 
Not alien culture. Our culture surrounding aliens. Yes. It's just... I think people came at it at first from, like, a level of curiosity, and then it immediately went to, I am afraid. Um, and mm-hmm. that is generally what happens uh, in a lot of a lot of stuff. Yes. In, especially in the United States. Yeah, so. I think you don't understand people think is scary. Yeah. Instead of just thinking, like, well, this is just a thing I don't understand. It is different. And that's okay. It can just, like, exist. It can just, like, be... Yeah. And you can just, like, leave it alone and not need to, like, be asshats about it. Or you could actually try to learn to understand it. Oh, no, that's much too hard, Megan. You're asking way too much. Empathy. Wow, that <laughs> what? <is>. Crazy <laughs> ideas. Oh, goodness. Well, okay, Megan, what's bringing us joy this week? Um, Lizzo has a new album out. Oh, God, it's so good. It's so good. Uh, we were listening to it on the way to daycare yesterday, and Edie was like, um, the, what is it, the, um, are you ready, I think it's are you ready, like, the one that's like, are you ready to be loved, or whatever, oh, it's yeah. a fucking bop, yeah. and that's the one that came on, that song came on, like, as we were pulling into the parking lot at daycare, and, like, I was bopping, <laughs> and I look back, and Edie is bopping, and she's, like, trying to sing along. It Aww. was so cute. Adorable. I love it. Yeah. It's a great album, too, because there's not, like, it's not, there's not a lot of, like, lovey songs on it. It's not, like, love songs. It's, like. Oh, I mean, there are, power. but it's, I mean, like, self-love. Self, but, yeah, it's, like, self-love. Loving your like, best friend. And she uses the word motherfucker in, like, the first sentence of the whole album, and I'm, like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and I did the Lizzo ride for Peloton. Is it good? Uh, it's so it's interesting whenever they do like a two for per, uh, a two for a ride uh-huh. with two instructors, and in, especially if it's like an album drop ride, because uh-huh. I also have done the Harry Styles ride. Um, because they're definitely more like it's like a party vibe, yeah, kind of ride, and not necessarily like like you're getting a workout ride, right? In some ways, um, because. But also in the Lizzo one, like Lizzo comes. Yeah, I heard that. So Lizzo and her dancers come, and it's very fun and exciting. And like the studios open, they have yeah. people there. Um, but definitely like just ends up being like a you know go whatever pace you want because we're just dancing now for right. like the last ten minutes of the Honestly, ride. Honestly, though, some days I need that. <laughs> it's true. Um, but it's good. You get she. You listen to like. Uh, I don't think it was the whole new album, good but it chunk. was. It was a good chunk of the new album and some older songs, too. So nice. it was good. Um, it was really cute. They asked Lizzo some questions, and she was riding a bike and laughing and answering and singing along. And I really want to check out her um, shapewear brand. I've heard it's, like, very comfortable. I've looked at it, and I have not purchased any yet. So I keep seeing all of these TikToks about it. and um... Have you seen the one where it's, like, it's the tiny, tiny little bra? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like magic. Um, yeah, so I do keep seeing like a lot of TikToks about it, but yeah, I've heard it's very comfortable. Yeah. So I've been meaning to get some, but also I'm trying not to spend money. So right, that's also my like. I'm like, well, maybe next month. Yeah. <laughs> my budget starts over. We'll see. Yeah, I already so. bought my one fun thing for the month, so yeah, I'm trying not to. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> so I'm like weirdos. Like, I can buy one fun thing a month, like. You don't understand. If I don't do that, then like... I buy all the fun things and then I have no money to feed my family. It's very true. Because 
fuckers insist on being fed every day. <laughs> God damn it. Multiple times. Multiple times even. It's really exhausting. It really is. Man. Why do they eat so much? <gasps> oh, gosh. What is bringing you joy aside from the new Elizo album? Uh, our friend had a baby this week, and oh, I got yes, to go meet him yesterday and smell his little head. And he like weighs no more than a sneeze because he's less <laughs> he's than a week the newborn. old. Like I picked him up and I was like, "Oh my god, you weigh nothing!" I'm gonna drop this tiny little baby. I know you're just like a little, you're just like a little baked potato up here snuggling on my boob. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, so. That made me very, very happy. He's he's a sweet little baby. So he's a good looking baby too. He is a good looking baby. He was a C section baby, so he didn't get a cone head. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he like came out like looking cute, which mm-hmm. are is not a thing that Megan and I usually say about babies. So this <laughs> this sound, it sounds weird, but this is a compliment. My babies came out looking cute, but they did have squished heads. So, you know. You know, get a leg up if you don't have a squished head, I it's guess. True. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Eden came out so fast that she didn't have time to get a squished head. Yeah. So she had a nice, like, rounds. Yeah. Same with Max. I didn't have to, bit. like, cover it with a hat to be like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to look at your cone head. <laughs> that is the benefit of having fast labors is that they, they have less of squished heads. That's true. I forgot Shoot about right that. out. Like, oh, yeah. They weren't really pointy. <laughs> I barely made it the hot to the hospital, but my kid didn't have a cone head, so Sorry. you know, squished it back into place. Fine, <laughs> but yeah, no. But new baby, new baby smell made me very happy yesterday. So that was that's a good smell. Yeah, a good time. I don't know what it is about babies. It's weird. I don't know. They just and their hair is always so soft. Yeah. I'm like, dude, how? Because it's like new hair. It is new hair. It's just and also like. He's still like fuzzy and he hasn't grown into what I call his skin suit yet. Like (laughs) super brand new and they've got their little like newborn fuzz and their skin is still a little bit baggy because they don't have any like fat on them yet. So he's like still got those little like elephant legs. (laughs) Little elephant legs. (laughs) And they're like super, super long toes. Uh Uh-huh. Always. Oh, so cute. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So. So cute. I love it. I'm glad that there are other people having babies so that I do not have to have anymore. It's a relief, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. That's not, that's not happening anymore. Yeah. Feel free to ask me about my husband's vasectomy. <laughs> highly recommended. So, okay, probably I have a gynecologist appointment it. next week and I may be like, so like, let's talk about taking some stuff out. Like, let's just go for it. I mean, good luck with that, but. It's worth it's worth me asking. I'll ask every. I'll come in monthly and ask if it annoys them enough to do it. Like let's 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 just do it. Let's right. Go. Right. It's well. It's funny because our friend she did have a C section and I guess the anesthesiologist was like, okay, you know, doing the C the you know C section and okay, no 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 tubal ligation while we're in there. And she was like, I mean, he's like, well, if you didn't talk to your to your doctor about it beforehand, then we really can't add it. Oh. Now. And she was like. Darn it! <laughs> Should have gotten on that. <laughs> I mean, that is the downside of having not a C-section, I guess, is that you're not already open. Right. Like, <laughs> like, what else can we do while we're in here? Right. Like, are there multiple birds we can kill, I guess? But right. Anyway. Like, I've never had surgery for anything unless you count wisdom teeth. So, there's no... Like, while you're taking out my wisdom teeth. <laughs> <laughs> just, just scoot on down there. <laughs> I'm sure... 
as a dentist, you are qualified. <laughs> totally fine. Not a problem at all. Uh, so next week, we are going to talk about what it's like to live with chronic illness. It should be a very interesting topic. I don't have chronic illness. You do. And I think between the two of us, we'll have some good questions for her. Yeah, we sure will. So until then, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on your favorite platform. You can also follow us on social media at IRSI Podcast or send us an email at I'd rather stay in podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Bye. Thank you.